On today's show, Glenda Lee Allen Vossler catches up with the president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association, Bob Lowe. Of course, a number of things have happened over the last week. Let's start with the fact that uh, you actually took part in the National Cattlemen's Beef Association Convention in the U.S. Talk to us uh, about that convention, what you heard. Well, I guess the first thing is it was pretty hard to describe uh, how good it felt to actually get to talk to these people, be face-to-face with the leaders of the U.S. industry, not on the phone and not on a Zoom meeting, but actually sit down and have a coffee with them. You get a whole lot more stuff done. And this convention, well, pretty, pretty hype because it was the first one in a year and a half or something, but absolutely positive as far as the cattle industry goes. Um, I don't believe I've ever heard cattle facts, like cattle facts is forecast as positive as, as it was this time, simply because the world's running out of cattle and the demand is continually increasing. I mean, it looks, we have this drought to get through, but boy, if you can hang on to your cows, keep them because it's going to, you're going to be well paid. An example of this is this, it's a, outfit called Global Agritrends, and they, they predict where agriculture is going to go in, into the future on all sorts of commodities. And so this was a quite a long presentation, but the big thing was is the FAO is predicting um, cattle numbers to increase in the world. And now I, I can't remember the exact number, but keep the number four in your mind this will be the the number. So this is the supply and this is the increase in supply over the next 10 years. In the same 10 years, they're predicting that uh, not the UN, this global agri-trends is predicting that the demand for beef will increase by a factor of 12. So basically you get three, they expect the supply to increase 12 or three times faster than the, the demand to increase three times faster than the supply. And that kind of says it all right there. Something that we've been hearing rumblings of in the background, and they seem to heat up, is, of course, the U.S. thoughts uh, around cool and bringing something like that back. What did you hear in regards to that? More good news. NCBA is working on a kind of voluntary form of cool that seems to have satisfied the U.S. government and the USDA, we're always going to hear different states and different organizations down there promoting mandatory country of origin labeling. What we heard down there is it will not happen. Vilsack has said that, in fact, he's actually even considering consulting with their biggest trading partners in, in beef, of which we're one of them, on how to do a country of origin labeling that would be satisfactory to their trading partners. That hasn't happened, but rumor has it that he's, he's considering that he has said, and he maintains that he will not, not bring forward any kind of a, any kind of a country of origin labeling thing that is not trade compliant. And part of that I'd like to think is because we've still got that billion dollar tariff threat hanging over their heads that we can initiate any time 
you know, for a reason, and that would be a huge reason for that to be initiated. So basically, it's as long as Vilsack is the Secretary of Agriculture, it will not. Mandatory country of origin labeling is a is a dead horse. Definitely what producers want to hear, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, of course, we've been talking about the extent of the drought situation in Canada and the fact that it goes goes south to Mexico. What is the situation down there? It's much the same as here. The western states are suffering horribly when you get south farther. You know, southern Texas, Arizona, the drought is broken. Sounds like those guys were six weeks ago, they had nothing. Now they've got grass they don't know what to do with. It started raining. So it seems to have broken in the in the far south, but the western states are still tough. You know, California's burning up. To a line, it seemed to me kind of mid-Nebraska, maybe. Western Nebraska's in a pretty bad drought. Eastern Nebraska's pretty good. I talked to one guy who figures he'll have a record corn crop. He's in northeast Nebraska. The USDA, while we were down there, they dropped, I think it was six bushels an acre. They dropped their estimates, which, of course, tacked on to the price of corn. You know, corn futures all rose, but it didn't bring the cattle futures. They just kept rising. So, And that, that's another good sign. Here at home, Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau announced a $400 million top-up to agri-recovery funding, bringing the total amount to $500 million for provinces from B.C. to Ontario. Your thoughts on this announcement and what it means for cattle producers? It's great. Our, our initial number was $195 for for every breeding female from this line somewhere in Ontario, west of the ocean. So there's $5 million from the feds, and what the provinces have announced will get us to that number. So that's that's really good news. Like it's going to bring it up to the number we asked for, bearing in mind that this number is um, yeah, an immediate interim payment, is how we put it to Minister Beeble. She knows that we're going to be coming back for more, but we don't know, you know, we don't know how much till the harvest is over till we actually know what we have, and then we can sit down and do some math and figure out what it is we need. And you know, having said that, if there's no feed, there's no feed. But I think you know, Eastern Canada has huge hay crops. Basically, from somewhere in Ontario East, things look really good, and there's patches through the drought section that are good. So what we're going to end up with, we don't know. And how do we get the the feed to the cows or the cows to the feed across, you know, Canada's a pretty big country. Things like that we're, we're working on right now. I've been talking with Bob Lowe, the president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen-Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.